It's the Seminary of Hard Knocks podcast, a show all about church communications and digital ministry. Come hang out with us. Megan, have you ever received a bad gift? This is going to top all the bad gifts. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah. Tip, hit me with it. Homemade jelly. <laughs> okay. okay. Homemade jelly. What? Who, somebody makes jelly? And, in a well, little bowl jar, you okay. know? I know we have that in Texas, like in the South. That's a Southern thing. I didn't know you did that up North. I guess Is it, it a Southern sense. thing? I don't know. You know, like Diane just like grows some strawberries in her backyard <laughs> and makes homemade jelly for a first time guest. They put like a little card on there. It says it was really sweet of you to visit. Okay. Hold, hold on. This is a gift that you would give out for a first time guest at like a church. I would not give this out. This is not a choice that I would make. It is a choice that was made for me. Okay. So that was given to So me. in your first impressions, you're giving, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're giving out homemade jelly. Now, in in a pandemic, that's concerning for okay, me. This a little was bit. obviously pre-COVID. Yeah. But okay. Like, good. Still, you know, it was thoughtful. It was homemade. It was, it you know, a pun. You can't get go wrong with a good church pun. How is it a pun? It was really sweet of you to visit. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that the first time around. I think. Oh my gosh! I, it's so it's so ridiculous. I I kind of like it to be honest, it's, it's not a bad idea. Like, uh, but you gotta be like, careful though. Cause I feel like jelly gives a lot of room for good puns. It does come it, jam with us next weekend. Oh my gosh. It writes itself. It really it writes does. itself. There's gotta be something with sticky. Yeah. If I, G- Jesus is sticky. <laughs> Jesus is sticky. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. The brainstorm session, man. That's not a very good one, Megan. <laughs> That's not a very good saying for sticky, Um, but we can keep thinking about it. We'll table that. Yeah, we'll table. Um, Okay, that's funny. Okay, I've man. Have you? Have you? What have? What have you gotten? Okay, first. It's not necessarily the gift. It was how it was given. I think would be a bad gift for me. Okay. I um I was at work once and my grandmother showed up, and it was my birthday, and she just drove by. And she didn't live anywhere close. So I'm like, I don't know how you're out here, you know, saying hi. And she says, come out to the car. So I come out to the car and she opens the trunk and there's various like sweaters and wrapped things in there, like in, in, in the package. And she goes, I want you to pick something for your birthday. And I was like, you you just drove by and you want me to just select of the crap you had in your car for my in birthday? In her trunk? In your trunk. What? And I'm like, hey, it's really sweet you came by. So I picked something. You know, I didn't say anything about it, you know. But oh I just thought that was really weird. Okay, can st- can we share? I, I thought we were sharing church guest gifts. Oh, we will. We'll talk about that. Okay. Well, I have another one. I have one more. Can we do one more? Okay, hit it. My grandmother. This, is, this reminds me is my grandmother. Grandmothers mm. give the best gifts. They do. For Christmas, my grandmother gave me a present. That was glass, lots of colors. It was really pretty. And she said, this, I just thought this was so pretty. And it reminded me of you. It was not something to put food in. It was a bowl. 
for weed. <laughs> oh my gosh. She had no idea. She just thought it was really pretty. And yeah, and my I mean my whole my siblings just lost it. Like, oh grandma, That's like funny. you're so cute. You're so cute. Um also I love Jesus and like I don't like I She bought you a weed bowl. Uh, I bought she bought me a weed bowl for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not a great gift. Bless her heart. But it's funny. Well, today I get, I had the chance to talk to Justin Nava. The reason we're talking about gifts is that he came on the show to talk about great first-time guest gifts. We all give those gifts, not always as clever or as good as jam and jelly. But Listen, you're welcome. That's a good idea if you can pull that off. You live in a, I would say like in a small country town or in like a really hipster town. You could get away with that. Yeah. I would be like, hey, giving away salsa is another thing. That'd be kind of cool for me. I'd like that. Yeah, if it's like apropos to where you live, mm-hmm. that's dope. Which, by the way, side note, I have finally perfected a salsa recipe that I think is stellar that I make I myself. I make homemade salsa. It grosses me out. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. We prefer it to anything else. My, my daughter loves it and we're all really? getting away because of it. Yeah, it's awesome. Can, can you put that in the show notes for all of us to enjoy? No, it's secret. Fam, I'm, I'm starting my first family <gasps> secret recipe. You cannot yeah. drop that you found the gold recipe and then not tell us what the gold recipe is. Well, when I give it to people, they're like, oh, this is pretty good. I like Verde. And I'm like, you know, <sighs> You could just say thank you and, you know, eat the salsa. You could just say thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I gave you something. I didn't even want to give this to you. I wanted to keep it for me. I gave you some, so have it. But anyway, I I make a good salsa, but that's a good idea for a gift if you want to go that route for a first-time guest. But um, other than perishable items like that, and, you know, I think we did mention candy in the the conversation being a good thing for kids. Um, Justin has a lot of really good ideas. He works with Mr. Church Marketer and they have a ton of stuff that they give away or sell, actually sell to churches to, uh, be the good giveaway gift for first time guests, for adults, for kids, for students. And we just had a really good conversation about a lot of different things that you could do and what makes a good gift, what makes a bad gift. Um, and you know, give, hopefully give churches some ideas for how they can just make that guest experience as they give you their information you kind of give them something back in in exchange it's a little bit nicer a little bit more memorable would you like to try to make your first time guest experience sticky oh my gosh (laughs) make it stick that was oh my gosh that was dad level right there that was a dad level pun that was good so thank you for that um moving on (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Um, well, it was a great conversation. We um, we covered a lot of ground, and so there's a lot of stuff to cover here. And so hopefully you guys will really get a lot out of this. So without any further delay, here is my conversation with Justin Nava from Mr. Church Marketer. Well, hey, everybody. My guest today is Justin Nava from Mr. Church Marketer and many other places that he has been. And he has been helping churches exceed their vision and goals for over 10 years. When he's not geeking out over his Iron Man stuff like a big old nerd, he's helping church planners and pastors reach more people for Jesus in many, many ways. Uh, We also have the pleasure of hosting the Nerd Pastors podcast together, where we discuss nerd culture and church stuff and general nerdery. Please welcome my guest and friend, Justin Nava. What's up, man? What's up, everyone? What's up, Seth? Uh, this is weird, you introducing me, because usually twice a month I try to introduce you. What's going on, Seth? 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for having me on so we can chat about this ever important topic that so many people just do wrong. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I rub you the wrong way, but yeah, it's, it's, we got to fix this. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of ways. And, and what you're referring to is gifts. Gift, yes. not because I, gifts. I assume people read the title of the podcast before they come on the show. So right. hopefully they know what we're talking about. And, today. and everybody can take a deep breath. It's not spiritual gifts we're talking about. So it's not going to be controversial. No. It's, it's, I it's, am nowhere qualified to speak about <laughs> spiritual gifts. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's physical gifts in the church to your guests. So great gifts mm-hmm. for guests is what I want to call it. Mm-hmm. And not just guests. Right. Others. I, I will hopefully get there. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's something that we do. And, and you and I both, you know, we've, we've, we've been in the inbound marketing world for a while. So we kind of get it. You know, there, there's a, you got to give something in exchange to get information. Like if you want their email address, you want their info, you want their name, address, phone number, all that stuff. We're used to like providing what we call a lead magnet or white paper or something like that, that we just give in exchange for that. So, Hey, you want this free thing? Sign up to the email list and just give us your email address and we'll send it to you. And we all know by now the trick is now we're going to email you a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we're going to mm-hmm. sell you stuff or whatever. And businesses can be as skeezy as they want to be about that. But, uh, you and I both been around that block. So we know we got to offer some kind of value in exchange. We've kind of picked this up in the church world, in the guest services area. You know, you show up to the first impressions, you know, kiosk or the welcome center or where it is, wherever it is. If you're a guest, if you fill out a card, something happens where if you show up and show an interest, we're probably going to give you a gift. And there's been a lot of different versions of that. So let's talk. I'd like to hear your, your, your ideas, your philosophy on why is that a good idea to give a gift? Cause there might be some out there that are like, uh, we're not giving that, we're not doing that game, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So why, why is it a good idea? How do you do it? Well, um, you know, for first time guests, especially, yeah. why is it a good idea? Yeah. Let, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the philosophy of why we give a gift. And I really enjoy how you opened up with, you know, giving an exchange for someone filling out a connect card or some kind of information. Uh, I'm going to say, Seth, that that's not the reason why I want your church to give a guest gift. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great side effect. That's a great cause and effect of giving a gift. But really, the reason we give a gift as a church is because we want to thank people for investing in us. Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or not, or whether we see it ourselves or not, someone coming to your church for the first time is doing something that's going to make them feel uncomfortable. They're going to a place they've never been. Even if they've been to a church, they haven't been to your church. They're being surrounded by people they don't know. Even if they're being invited by a friend and sit next to their friend or mom or family member, they're still surrounded around the other. Yeah. Uh, if you have a, a, a 360 degrees around you, right? You're, they're 345 degrees is by people they don't know. It's awkward. At a time, they're usually not in that physical location or at a time that they're on your website watching your video for when they could be doing a bunch of it. There's a lot better things on Netflix than your church service. In the eyes of the viewer, I'm sure your church service is fine, but there's a lot more things that they could do. So the reason why, if they go to your church or go to your group, that we give them a gift is almost the same reason. I like to use this example. Uh, Seth, do you take your kids or when they were younger, did you take them to birthday parties? And uh, Or yeah. if you host one yourself, you give party favors yeah. to the people that come. When they came to my daughter's birthday party a couple years ago before COVID, when we could still do things, uh, we had a princess-themed party and we gave the girls that came a tiara to go home with and we gave the boys an inflatable sword. Uh, to go home with. And, Ooh, and nice. the boys loved that. Yeah. And then, of course, we gave them a little cup with some candy 
Uh, but these are party favors that we use to thank the people for coming and celebrating another birthday with us, or they give to you for investing time and maybe even bringing a gift to just share some time together. But we give that party favor as like a thank you for coming. It's almost the same thing with guest gifts. It's not a purely exchangeatory, I'm going to make up a word here. Uh, it's not a purely exchangeatory thing. It's just to say, hey, this was, we're glad you're here. Uh, yeah. This is a thank you gift, a parting gift, a, a way that we can maybe help you out and show that we, one, planned for you to come, and two, appreciate your visit, and three, hopefully, if you do your guest gift right, uh, leave a little bit better than you came. That is why we have a guest gift. And if like you that. start with that mindset, your guest gifts are naturally going to be more important, more special. And uh, yeah. more impacting. And, and I think in the world of communications, we, we understand that inbound marketing strategy best. So we kind of lead with that thought and we think that mm -hmm. way. And I think this is where pastors and communicators can really work together to build, you know, kind of two sides of the same coin and get something done. That's really great. Cause you know, not that communicators can't think of that kind of stuff, but of course, like our mindset is yeah. uh, it's the exchange, right? Traditionally church has been an extroverted person's game. I mean, I think Wes Gay kind of brought that onto my radar Yeah. Um, and, and there's some value there, but let's not put the camel or what is it? Let's not put the cart before the horse here. I mean, church is about community. It's about relationships and you have to have that mindset and yeah. through that, well, we have guest gifts. It's a yeah. thank you for being and, here. And that's great. You know, I, I think that having that mindset and understanding I, I, what I really like is that, hey, go get a gift. If you're a first time, you don't have to fill anything out at all. And, and even mm -hmm. setting that expectation so that when they go back there, your guest services guys know, like, we'd love to connect with you, but we just, thanks for coming. And maybe mm -hmm. in the gift is a way to connect with you later if they want yeah. to, but mm -hmm. not right then. Because right. I'll be honest, when I'm at church, it used to be okay and not as much of a hassle or not as much of a, it was more of an understood hassle you were willing to enter, you know, endure that mm -hmm. you would stop and fill out info. But if you don't have kids, you're not trying to get them in a kid service. You know, it's like, well, I'm out of here, man. I've been here for yeah. an hour and what, 20 minutes. And mm -hmm. I'm, I don't know anybody, you know, it's kind of, I'm not, I'm not ready to mingle yet. I just, I want to know mm -hmm. a little more, but mm -hmm. later, but thank you. That's cool. That's a yeah. nice, feeling you left me with. And, and I, th I think that's great. Um, so there's a lot of ideas. There's a lot of different types of gifts we can give. And, you know, there's anytime we see this question in like a Facebook group or something, it's a, a myriad. Well, first it's like, here's the five ones we all knew about already. And then there's mm -hmm. a argument that usually takes place about whether or not we should do that. And then what, why gifts, certain gifts are good and not and et cetera, et cetera. So what in your opinion are you seeing like being a good gift for a guest when they visit. Yeah. So a good guest gift needs to have some usability and what I, what I sometimes call continuity. It needs to be something your people will actually use. And uh, I, and my apologies if you also subscribe to Tom Pounder's ministry sidekick, because I'm repeating myself from an episode you probably heard a few weeks ago, but the information is so important. I'm going to repeat myself. Mother's Day is coming up at the time we're recording this. When this episode is released, it might have just passed. But hopefully it's fresh on our minds. My daughter has the privilege of being my wife's daughter. And she could give my wife whatever she wants. She can give her a used Kleenex. And, you know, the baby runs up to you and is like, here you go, mommy. And it's like, oh, thank you so much. I mean, mm -hmm. my daughter loves making gifts. They're totally unusable. Um, but she, they come from the heart. And it's hardened Play-Doh wrapped in Kleenex. My wife will celebrate my daughter's giving generosity. Yeah. Awesome. If I did that, her husband gave her a used <laughs> Kleenex. 
what is wrong with you? Okay, yeah. go sleep on the couch. Um, you know that gift giving from the person and from which the relationship is can mean different things. And, and it's not the thought that counts when it comes to church guest gifts. Just like I can't say, hey, happy Mother's Day. Here's a bowling ball. <laughs> or here's, yeah. for me, here's an Iron Man figure, dear. <laughs> you know, it's not the thought that counts. Although that would be kind of like a subtle thought of a hint or something. It's really the, the gift itself. My wife has certain things that she needs, uh, and I can theme them towards Mother's Day. The same thing with a guest gift. Let me go back to the church. It's not the thought that counts. If you just give someone an, a, a Connect card and a pen and say, hey, this is a gift, gift to you, what a terrible gift. What an yeah. obligational of a gift. So it has to be usable. If a guest gift is going to be worth anything, A, it has to be something they would want. Not mm. something that you want them to want, pastor or communicator. Yep, it has to be good. something that they want. And it has to be something that they'll use and continue to use. That's where the continuity and, comes from. And on that, something they will use and they'll continue to use. That's important. And what I want to ask you to clarify, because I hear this question a lot, having the church logo and stuff all over whatever you give them, does that help hurt or neutral on wanting to use it later? So I'm neutral slash help. It does help because again, that's more brand recognition. And if you want to go super deep in the marketing, you've got the touches that you need to get mm -hmm. someone to come back, fortunes in the follow-up. And every time they interact with your brand, even if it's on a physical thing or a Facebook ad, that's yeah. one more touch that you're constantly in mind. And the thing is, is if it's usable, they're going to keep interacting with it. Mm -hmm. um, if, if it comes down to we're a small church, we've got 35 people, 50 people, we don't have a budget to order custom branded gifts, that's fine. There are ways around that. In fact, I, I consulted with a, a planting church that doesn't have a budget. And there's, they do have a small budget, but they're using it for other things. So they said, what can we do? And I said, well, just get some gifts, get some stuff for the kids. Uh, you know, we talk about specific gifts, but I said, put it in a, in a, in a bag. And just like you would do like a party favor, you know, mm -hmm. you might, might get the Mylar sack tied up with a bow and you say, Hey, thanks for visiting us. You staple that onto the bag or even a lunch bag. If it's a country church, a nice brown bag. And I want to say nice brown bag. I mean, it's a brown bag and it's stapled and it says, Hey, we were glad you're here. Here's a snack for us for after the trip. Cause you've got a 30 minute commute home, right? That's, that's personal to that church and that works and nothing in there is branded except the card that says, thanks for visiting our cowboy church. Yeah, dude. Uh, so give me chocolate, just give me chocolate candy. <laughs> um, you know, it doesn't have to be branded. You can dude, give them a bottle of water. Yes. You can brand a, a bottle of water, throw a four pack of to. Reese's cups in there. And I am your best friend. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a mug so, with your church's um, logo on it. I need Reese's. So if you can't, if it's an obstacle to get branded gifts, yeah. then unbranded is okay. But, as, but the usability and the continuity of use has to come first. That yeah. said, um, you know, if you're going to give a cup, make it a branded cup. It's, um, now, I like to, this is where the way Mr. Church Marketer functions, we're not here to take your money and give you a vitamin and say take two and hope you feel good tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're here to actually develop a plan for you to do something awesome with these cups. So what we like to do is we like to not only recommend that you have your logo on a cup, but it's something that uh, people will find funny, something that people will find unique. Maybe you put a verse on it. Maybe yeah. you put a local, uh, a local slogan a on it. Message. Maybe you do an Easter mug. You know, hey, thanks for coming for Easter. You know, here's a nice springtime mug that you can bring out with your springtime decorations. Um, you know, I'm a Marvel fan. 
and right next to me, I've got a, a, a Marvel cup, but it doesn't say Marvel. It says Sweet Christmas because it's a Luke Cage cup. <laughs> I knew exactly what right? it was. <laughs> uh, and so even though I'm a Marvel fan, I'm not going to buy a Marvel mug that has the Marvel logo. I'm going to buy something from one of my favorite characters. That's a great I have a, a picture frame here that says, I love you 3000. And it has a picture of my daughter in it. It doesn't say Marvel on it, but it's got a slogan that means something to me. Yeah. Um, people in Texas, we love Texas. I would love to see a gift from a church that says, God bless Texas. And it's got maybe the church's logo on the other side. Yeah. Something like that. That's what we specifically work with you on. And we'll also design it for you if that's an obstacle. But something like that, that can apply to more people than just, hey, here's our church. It's a really great illustration too, with the Marvel logo versus the slogan. Um, I can tell you when I worked at my previous church, we, we had what we called gear, you know, clothes, t-shirts, mm-hmm. stuff we designed to sell. And it was really more for brand identity. We break even or yeah. usually lose money because we weren't trying to make money on it. Mm-hmm. But we, we were putting like the, the church logo on a bunch of stuff and trying to figure that. And our sales were just kind of low. And, and I remember when we said, let's just, Let's put messages. Let's put interesting stuff. We even put some Texas kind of specific mm-hmm. stuff on there. And man, that stuff flew off the shelves. Yep. And, and yep. it was like, whoa, we've hit something here because they want the feeling. They want the message. They want the experience, something of value there, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. the logo, yeah. not who, yeah. not the church branding. And, and we still put the logo on there. It was just kind of on the back mm-hmm. or somewhere else, but it was yeah, really more about that, that, value that we gave them that they could wear proudly. Yeah. And I think the same for gifts. It, it kind of reminds me, if I can nerd out for a second, Sure. Parks and Rec, when Tommy forms Entertainment 720 <laughs> and he's got all this branded stuff all that swag. just says Entertainment 720. And they're like, what am I going to do with an Entertainment 720 sticker? Like, I don't even know what the company does. Yeah. That's that kind of, okay. So it's kind of one thing to put your logo on everything. It's another thing to make it actually useful. Mm-hmm. So let me actually go into specifics here. Okay. Is that okay, Seth? Please. Um, so talking about usability, one of my favorite things to do when I go to your house and I, and I say, Hey, can I get a cup of water? I'm going to look in your mug cabinet and whatever coffee mugs are up front. Tell me what kind of stuff that you like. And guess what? It's those slogans. I went to California and all I got was this thinking mug. It's uh, a quote, right? It's a Marvel mug. It's yep. my wife has a, uh, um, I can't, I won't say the name, but it's a certain show on Netflix that has the word Creek in it. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a slogan from that show. And in the back of our cabinet, you have all our church mugs. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. So when you give someone a mug, a coffee mug, it's a good gift. It's a useful gift, Yeah. but guess what's better? Cause a coffee mug, what are you going to put in it? Coffee or tea? Hot drinks. And it's only good in the morning and when you're at home. But guess what's better? A tumbler. You might call it a Yeti. You might call it a Rambler. Something that works for hot and cold and it's transportable. I can't take a coffee mug in my car. I can take a tumbler in my car. Yeah. I can use it for hot and cold. I can use it all day. One day I'm going to use it for coffee. The next day I'm going to use it for iced tea. One day I'm going to drink it at home. One day I'm going to take it on the road with me. It's useful. Way more useful than a mug. And yes, it is more expensive, but that's what you get when you invest in that. For kids, yes, you can give them candy. Mm-hmm. Candy's temporary. You know what kids love still? Fidget spinners. They love spin- fidget yep. spinners. Little toys. I mean, little young kids that didn't with. go through the yep. big fidget spinner craze, when they get those things, oh, this is so cool. You can, we can do a beach ball. My daughter still loves doing like beach volleyball uh, with a beach ball. You could, and again, yeah. it doesn't have to just have your logo on it. It could say, hey, we had a ball with you, or I can't wait to see you bounce back to church, something like that. We even can do playing cards. Okay. And, and this is a really good thing. Uh, Miss church market. We, we like to say, if we can put your logo on it, we, we will, we have over a million products we can print. All right. So playing cards with your brand on it. Great. If you can't, we worked with a church 
uh, we said, okay, obviously you can't do playing cards. You have a small budget. Your budget's not big. I understand. Well, here's what you do. You go, this is the church that did, did the brown bags, okay? You go to the dollar store and you buy dollar store playing cards. Not the best, but it's something. And then we had them print. We had them go to bicycle.com, I think the website, the playing card company. And they have a bunch of games on there. So we actually had them copy paste how to play Go Fish, how to play Crazy Eight, oh, how to great. play Old Maid. And there was one more I can't think of. And they printed that out and put their logo on that index, index card sized paper. And they put that in the bag and said, hey, we care about families and we want to see more families play games around the dinner table. So here's a deck of cards and here's four games you can play with your kids. And they put that in a brown bag and they staple it shut and they put a little business card that says, thanks for coming. Here's our service times and pastor's phone number. And that tells a lot of things. One, it tells you that family is important. Two, it tells you that we thought about you. And, and if you have no board games, it's one thing to tell you, hey, you should play more games with your kids. It's another thing to give you a deck of cards and different games that you can play. And first of all, I learned that I've been playing Crazy Eights wrong my whole life. Uh, I don't and, even know uh, how to play it. Like, I, I don't even know how to not, play it. Uh, it's not how we were playing it. No. Uh, but what happens is parents are like, hey, thanks. First of all, it gives me something to do with my kids. And second of all, I can show playing cards to my kids and they can play. And then when grandma comes over, mm. she teaches us to play rummy. And we're playing with that same deck of cards because you opened the door to that relationship with my family. Ideally, it would be branded, but that is an investment. So go get some dollar store playing cards. It's something usable. Um, I, I saw one church that did something really interesting. They, they kind of made their own cards, but they were um, funny questions to ask your parents. Yes. And it was just a bunch of random questions like what's the what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you kind of questions, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, um, you know, like what make make the funniest sound you know how to make, you know, and it's mm -hmm, just stuff to mm -hmm. do together. Oh, that's great. That's you a know? great idea. And you can so, print those yourself. Just print them yourself um, and create a I, I, I love that. binding for them or something, you know, and if you don't have a whole lot of budget, you can even turn it into a sheet, you know, that mm -hmm, you give away mm -hmm. for parents and kids like here's hey at dinner tonight ask your parents these questions you know and so yep, it's just yep, conversation yep. starters and i like, like that, that. I, in fun. fact i'm probably gonna i hope it's okay i'm gonna take that idea and we're gonna form something of our own and we're yeah. gonna add it to the mr church marketer story because i love that idea i think that's really cool you see those games all the time road trip questions yeah those stuff are like that um i would like to see this is an idea i just had seth I would okay. like to see when someone comes in for the first time. Hey, is it your first time here? Here's a church bingo card. <laughs> see if you oh, can get great. bingo. <laughs> someone says Father God in prayer. Uh, someone, some the nursery smells like poop. Hopefully, no one ever has to fill that square in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pastor preaches for more than forty minutes. Oh man, I hope I don't have to fill that card. Okay, maybe that shouldn't be a guest gift. Maybe that should yeah, be an inside like a feedback card. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a church shopper card, secret shopper. So can we, okay. So speaking of that, I wouldn't give that as a gift. Yeah. Right. Can we, can we touch briefly on bad guest yeah. gifts? I'd say that's a bad gift. So that's a good start. That's a bad gift. Um, that's a good start. What are some bad uh, gifts? Okay. Bumper stickers are not good guest gifts. Silicone bracelets. Okay. Those can be good if they have something fun or unique on it. But what I like, uh, we actually do a, a, a woven bracelet. It's actually two-sided and it breathes. It doesn't get your arm all sweaty. Yeah. And again, if it says something local, Houston proud. God bless Texas. Florida strong. I'm from Texas, so I use a lot of Texas. But, you know, mm -hmm. um, I love Illinois. I love Chicago. Something like that. Like, like, that's something I'll wear. And if it has the church logo on the other side, who cares? Right? Everything has a logo nowadays. All your Nike shirts have the Nike. All the Under Armour has it on the back, so you don't even know you're repping Under Armour. Mm -hmm. So something like that, if it's going to be a bracelet, but just a regular silicone, uncomfortable bracelet, we're past that. It's not the late 90s, early 2000s. Let's move on to something better. 
Uh, let's see what else. A bunch of packets. If you walk out of church with a bunch of papers and it looks like you just started a business and here's all your tax forms. <laughs> you just started an LLC. <laughs> you just started it. If it feels, first of all, we don't want our connect forms to uh, connect cards to feel like a tax form. Yeah. Right. But then we also don't want them to walk around like, Oh, I dropped that. Is that a bookmark? No, it's not. It's another ministry. Hey, we'd love to come have you in the soup kitchen. All right. It's yeah. a great thing, but it needs to be at most a small trifold brochure. We don't want stacks on stacks on stacks when it comes to papers about the church. Okay. Um, you, you also need to avoid being kitschy, right? Uh, it's one thing to say, Hey, come to Easter service. Someone's going to get a big screen TV. That's, I don't like that. I know some churches might want to do that. It's fun. It's catchy. It's whatever, but it's too gimmicky for me. I'm not going to recommend something like that. Now, if you have a low budget, you're only going to have one gift. I understand that. Make it a good gift. Okay. Pins. Yes. Are useful. Uh, but you know, giving someone a pen with a connect card, Hey, here's a free pen. Hey, by the way, you can use it to fill out a connect card. Yeah. And that's too exchange. That's just too much exchange. I lose those pens, man. <laughs> I don't know how many pens from my previous church I've got. But I got a bunch of pens here cause I, but I write a lot. Uh, but that's very unique. Yeah. Um, you could also do a pen with a stylus, you know, it has yeah. a little stylus attachment cool. on it. So, Hey, you can use it for this. You can use it to stylus. You can even do, they have the coat. Have you have you seen the uh, the key things where you don't have to touch things? You can push buttons with the key or you can open doors with it. It's It came out and it came really big with COVID. No. Uh, but you can get a pen that has that on it. So, hey, just touch the pen. You don't have to touch anything else and get all You German. know what? That's probably the closest to feeling like a real wizard we'll ever get. <laughs> I mean, just like walk up to something and t- take your magic wand out and point at it and it opens for you. I mean, that is a Harry Potter spell right there. That's well, I mean, it's got a hook. It You're still opening the door. It doesn't just magically but it open. But op- it unlocks. <laughs> the door right like you know and you're and you're open and you know one of the <laughs> benefits of and this is a subtle pitch i'm sorry not sorry uh, one of the benefits of talking to someone like me and working with an organization like mr church marketer while we do love local businesses we are tech we like to think of ourselves like a local business you're supporting our families and you're feeding our team mm-hmm. uh, one of the benefits of working with us versus your local business is we actually have things like a pen that's also a stylist my wife went to a medical conference and she got this pen that collapses and it looks like a little pill. It looks like a medicine tablet. What? And unfortunately, I, love I think this. I gave it to her and she took it away from my desk because I kept it at my desk because I thought it was so cool. But it looks like a little pill and then it expands into a pen. That's amazing. And, it's, and it has this medical thing. So I'm not saying you need a pen like that. Mm-hmm. But there are pins out there that can be much more useful than just a pin. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's let's shift gears just a little bit because that's like really good for in person. Um, right now, there's still a large amount of people that are going online. So, what kind of gifts mm-hmm. and things are you guys seeing work for those that visit your church online? And how are you mm-hmm. connecting mm-hmm. with them, sending them that gift? What's working? You know, what what's kind of the yeah. process you're seeing right there? So online, we have to switch the mindset a little bit. Because you're not seeing them in person, you're not getting that chance for that physical touch, that face-to-face communication. So mm-hmm. online, I like to focus, I like to shift the focus from usability to something that can start a relationship, something mm-hmm. that can nurture them into a relationship. And it doesn't have to be face-to-face. It could be a phone call. It could be a Zoom session. It could be something like that. So when it's online, the first thing, and I'll be honest, I used to jump to this too. But again, we have to break that communication mindset of, I'm just going to give them something to give them something. What's the easiest thing to give them? A devotional. What's the easiest thing to give them? A prayer guide. What's the easiest? Uh, maybe a series, a teaching series. Like that's all great, but there's no relationship there. It's still exchangeatory. 
It's still, yeah. give us this, we give you that. And then that's it. You may never see them again. Yeah. But what I like to do is do something that forms a relationship. So I know that if I fill out an online connect card, you're going to start emailing me. You better make it worth it. Fill out an online connect form. We have your email. We're going to send you some information about the church, but we're also going to send you a $5 Starbucks card, a $5 Amazon card, or what I like if you're super local, we're going to send you a gift card to our local um, grocery store. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I like to do something a little bit more personal. Hey, fill out a digital connect card and pastor wants to take you out for a cup of coffee, right? Or a cup of coffee and a donut. I don't know if you're in Canada, a donut. So you could do something like that. That's gonna be like, well, I like donuts. I like, I'm going to go anyways. Might as well figure out. This works really well for the, for the established Christians or people looking for a new church. Cause I want to talk to the pastor. Yeah, me too. Um, as we wrap up here, I, I did want to ask one, one more quick question. Um, you know, uh, you, you, there's other places people can come into your church other than just as a guest. So we're giving gifts in other places. So you've got um, kind of a yay or nay real quick. Let's briefly discuss like donors uh, for filling out a survey kind of stuff. Like if you want to do a communications survey in your church or just how are we doing or where are we at as a, as a church kind of survey for whatever um, invite people to church. And there's, you know, you get something for that. I don't know if you want to, maybe youth, youth groups do that still for contests, prizes, mm -hmm, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what are some other places that are really, it's, you know, beneficial to have a gift there? Yeah, and, you know, yeah. what are some of those gifts? So one thing, um, and again, I'm super Baptist, but if you have any kind of membership, uh, uh, relational discipleship or covenant relation program Next where like class. you go through it. And then like you come out a full-fledged member or whatever. And Baptist, we call it a full-fledged voting member, active mm -hmm. in, in good standing, whatever. If you have some kind of onboarding process, assimilation process, when they finish that process, they will, in the marketing world, we might call them a brand ambassador or an influencer. Yeah. Give them something to say, hey, we're glad you invested in this. So many new member classes, orientation classes, meet or discover Bill and Ted's Excellent Church classes. It's just an obligation. And maybe you get a free lunch, but let's give them a gift too. That's when you can give them the church mug. That's when you can give them the car decal. The shirt. Make it good, though. Uh, that's when you give them a shirt. Shirts are a mm -hmm. big investment. You don't want to just give those out. Yeah. But that's when you do that. Maybe that's when you do the coffee with a pastor if you're a larger church. And you want to make sure that they are. It's that relationship building, okay? Again, let's not make it an obligation, but let's reward them. It's almost like it's another birthday. Here's a gift for going one more time around the sun. Mm -hmm. Well, hey, you took that next step. Here's a little bit more stuff to reward, to reward you and say, hey, we appreciate you and we're here for you and yeah. we're going to help you along this journey. For donors, uh, if you're doing a capital campaign, um, I, I like the idea of a gift, but again, it has to serve a purpose. So like I'm part of the vision. I'm part of the mission. I helped this happen. Um, mm -hmm. It could say something like, you know, ask me how I fed 300 orphans, right? Because they gave to a, a they gave a certain level of gift that mm -hmm. feeds 300 people. And that says, ask me how I fed them. And you can say, oh, yeah, you just give $30 to this one program. Like they can eat for cheap. Like something like that. That's like, I, it makes me feel good. And it's not just another tote bag that's going to sit in the closet. Oh, it man. needs to be something. Again, you got to talk to bags. someone that can kind of go through. <laughs> I hit a button there. I hate tote bags so much. You got to talk to someone that's going to help you figure out what you want, that emotion that you want to evoke, that response that you want to evoke, the excitement that you want to evoke. It's really hard to give a blanket statement because, again, everyone's going to be different. And the one thing I don't want, Seth, is someone to listen to this, put into, put into action something and say, it doesn't work. Justin doesn't know what he's talking about. Seth doesn't know what he's talking about. You and I know that we don't want cookie cutter churches and we don't, I especially don't want to give cookie cutter answers. So it's got mm -hmm. to come down to what emotion you want to evoke and what feeling you want to bring about because yeah. they gave something because they invested in you. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate you coming on the show. It's awesome. And I love what you're doing. So thank you very much. Absolutely. And everybody, thank you for listening to the Seminary of Hard Knocks. Uh, You can find this at uh, sethnews.com or um, wherever you get podcasts. Go and subscribe. Leave a review, a rating, uh, hate mail, whatever you want to do. I just love to hear from you. So thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. See you.